how it is. Hold on. Yeah. What do guys like? Mm, porn. <laughs> no, I mean, if you were going to go on a date with a woman, how would you want her to act? Like she was in a porn. Well, I'm the ghetto's answer to Trump. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Don't worry about it, Keith. A first class ticket to Pucka Pucka. Real name Christopher. Watch me set it off like Vivica. Can you please avoid using the word fuck in every sentence? I think so, babe. We're not in Brooklyn anymore. I'm the DJ. All I want to know is why I'm DJ Playboy. Had a party and didn't invite me. I mean, I like the party. Did I like a party? Minutes of adult conversation, we both go home. So where you finna go? I'm finna go to my fucking store all day, fucking talk about what they do, bitch. Increase the noise pollution as soon as I land in. It's perfect timing, yeah. Check out my podcast, Perfect Talk Podcast. Playboy, huh? What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy. I'm back with another episode of Perfect Talk Podcast. You know how we do it every time. I'm with my dog. He's weighing in about 220 pounds. He's got a record of 22 and 1 due to disqualification. He was in the fighting motherfuckers. He is the Intercontinental Champion of the United States. My dog. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Are you ready to rumble? episode 53 back at it another week how you doing though me i'm good man black history month just finished and a lot of people are calling it the worst black history month ever which can't be true because i'm sure of sometime in 1863 black, <laughs> february black history month was awful <laughs> it's really really bad why, why are they saying that i haven't heard that why are they saying that well jesse smollett oh, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. blackface all the blackface stuff oh yeah oh, lieutenant yeah. governor <laughs> Allegedly raping people, uh, pulling down NCAA uh, legends with him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Who's it? Anton Jameson? Nah, one uh, one of them six. Yeah, it was, it was, it was <laughs> one of them <laughs> six five ass niggas. <laughs> and yeah, man, it, it was just just a weird uh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, February they got him good. Yeah, man. All, all of us done sang some some version of some song he had for graduation at some point in our life. Very true, man. It, uh, I was thinking it was more along the lines that I just wasn't seeing nothing celebrating Black History Month. You know what I mean? Like, well, that too. You got Esquire. They put a white kid on um on the February issue. Yeah, they did. Well, the March issue, but it came out in February. Well, yeah. I call it the February issue. It came out in February. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna yeah. call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, no, I, I just, I didn't, I remember the McDonald's commercials, and I'll be honest, I don't watch that much television, or just, you know, if I do, it's probably something streaming or something or another, so, I didn't see no McDonald's commercials for Black History Month, you know what I'm saying, like, and I, I uh, my job itself, they, uh, I remember when I first started there, they used to, like, hang up actual, like, posters for Black History Month, now they have, like, a, a screen that, like, whatever announcements and things that they got going on, they'll, uh, you can look at one of the several screens that they have uh, around, 
And um, even in the retail stores for, for my job, they I seen certain little things on the screens that they have there for Black History Month. It honestly was the same image. <laughs> it was the same yeah. three black people. But uh, you know, I mean, that was that was about it. To be honest, that was all I seen, man. So, and Black History Month, the, I think the most interesting thing I, I heard was like about a uh, a lady who started a school. Um, like way way back when she didn't have any money to start it, she did it on her own and eventually was able to uh receive funding. And it wasn't even like they weren't even making a point about Black History. They were just talking about a person, you know what I'm saying? That just happened to be black. So it's it's I don't even I don't even know if it's a thing, and I don't even know if it should be a thing to be honest anymore. Like do, like, do we? Um, I'm not against it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for it. But I'm like, if we're not gonna be all in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we what are we we just calling it that just to call it that? You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm all for it if we're gonna like all right today we're gonna talk about this black person and you know what I'm saying? If if I guess maybe mainstream media was a little bit more behind it. But I just I, I I don't see it as much as I used to. I do I, I, certain places you do see something. Um, I think uh, uh, ESPN runs tons of commercials and yeah yeah there was a and there's like one of the um, Xfinity I want to say I think they were showing black movies for the month, but it, it was it's nothing like how I feel like it used to be. Yeah, uh, I, I guess the execution of it just looks different, right? Spotify has its playlist, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll put on your home screen, they'll put a couple black artists there, mm. yeah, a couple yeah. extra or whatever, so. But I always think, I always felt like, and I I, I, I do respect the showcasing of, of black people throughout history um, for Black History Month, but then it also, I felt like it gave the other side something to complain about, like, like why is there no young white man history month you know what i'm saying and like like shut the fuck up one <laughs> but you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's, it's like I, I respect it for what it is but i also felt like it gave them something to complain about it gave them something to be angry about where you know what i mean we don't even feel like i don't even personally feel like they have anything to be angry about you know what i mean white man history month is is march to january <laughs> pretty much so you know what i mean but well they got stuff to be upset about but it has nothing to do with us you know what i'm saying like yeah. There's poor white folks and there's, you know, in these towns that was industrial, but now they ain't got no jobs and shit like that. But they blaming the wrong people, right? They blaming, they blaming Mexicans. They blaming, you know, they, they ain't, historically there hasn't been a lot of, a lot of um, migrant engineers and shit like that working, like working the machines. They not taking your job for the most part, you know what I'm saying? So, same thing with black people. People think that black people's taking their spots in colleges and shit like that. But, you know, they... it's, it's For centuries, it's been that way. You know what I'm saying? As soon as a, a minority group says, you know what, we really should be getting a lot a lot more. Like, it's separate, but it really it really ain't equal. They're like, oh, you're going to try to take some of our our prosperity away? That's That's just always how it's been. So, what we're seeing today is just something that's just been happening through history if you read old books and shit like that like you just see this kind of theme going on over and over and, and you touched on the esquire um cover article uh if anyone who doesn't know it was a uh cover on the esquire magazine it was a young white man he's putting on sneakers in the picture and the uh headline is an american boy what's what it's like to grow up white middle class and male in the era of social media school shootings toxic masculinity hashtag me too in a divided country um and that drew outrage you know what i'm saying because one it was released during black history month which i don't think esquire really made it a point to to identify themselves as someone who uh 
released like their articles based on Black History Month. I can't know them of a history of doing that. Well, for one, and then two, saying that, uh, well, do we need more profile pieces on white males? Um, and I didn't quite understand it to be honest with you, because I think, like I said, well, one, I don't identify uh, Esquire as, as a, a, a magazine that has a strong history of representing black males. I believe in the past year they've only had two black people on the cover. Which, you know what I'm saying, two out of 12 months, hey, better than none. But, you know what I'm saying, it's not like the majority or even halfway. You know what I mean? So I don't look to Esquire as, as being that. So I kind of felt like they were talking to their own base. Um, the young lady that used to act on Sister Sister, uh, I don't know if it's T.O. or Tamara. I'm, 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 I apologize. But she's on that talk show um, mm-hmm. where it's a panel of, of four women. And she made a good point of saying that, and I agree with that, that, that Esquire knew what they were doing by releasing this, that it was going to cause some type of reaction within people. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily thought it was going to, as much as it did, but they knew that, you know, if we put this on, somebody's going to have something to say about it. We'll be able to sell more articles, uh, sorry, more issues of the, of the magazine. So I agree with them on that. Um, but I, I think other than that, I don't really see where the outrage comes. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, You mean that there's no good reason for the outrage? Yeah, so to speak. Like, I don't, I don't see what's any different than another magazine putting a white person on their cover they didn't they didn't feel the need to say oh it's black history month we're going to put a black person on our cover um white males although they're not the most popular group in this country right now they are a group of people in this country right now you know what i'm saying and there is a certain amount of readers out there that are going to identify with that also a certain amount of readers out there that are going to want to know information about that so i didn't necessarily think they did anything wrong by doing that um profile piece um also they the esquire claims that it's a series that they're gonna do. So the, in in the future, they're gonna uh, future issues are gonna profile African Americans, uh, females, and LGBTQ students as well. Um, which I don't whether that's true or not remains to be seen. But um, no, I don't I don't think Esquire necessarily did anything wrong. It kind of it kind of threw me off. You know what I mean? As as like all right, well this is something for us to hop on and be angry about. Where is there really anything to be angry about? Um, you and you might feel differently. Maybe let, let me know your views about it because you, you brought it up um, when talking about Black History Month. Yeah, I think it was wrong. I mean, it's Black History Month, right? And mm-hmm. so this, they didn't just put a white kid on the cover. They're talking about his identity. That, oh, you know, it's, it's uh, these are the struggles of being young, white, and middle class in America in the age of whatever and whatever. And a Trump supporter as well. Just Oh, he's a Trump supporter also? Yeah. And in in this context that doesn't even matter. It's it's Black History Month. It's a it's a month of awareness. Um in a time where the racial racial tensions are bubbling back up and large companies and, and people and companies with a, a large platform should feel a responsibility to reflect reflect the i guess the struggles of the time or like the the pulse of the time mm-hmm. so in the month of february to put out this piece i mean it's not i don't think they only want an apology they did what they did but i i i i see where it's wrong people should see where it's like yeah it would be nice to be like oh what it's how tough it is to be a black anything at any time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm so I think that's that's where it's wrong to to during Black History Month it feels almost like a response like uh yes yeah, Black History Month but it's also tough being teenage white middle class and a Republican 
it's 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 just off to me. Would you think it would be opportunistic if they decided to do a profile piece on like a black male during Black History Month, knowing that that's not really something that they cover throughout the other months of the year? Or do you think that would have been on 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 base? You mean you are you asked me would it be exploitative? <laughs> yeah, like saying all right, well we're gonna sell a lot of issues now. Like you know what I'm saying? Let's do the young black male during February as opposed to May or, or April. You know what I mean? But, but they wouldn't sell any more issues. You know what I'm saying? They it would just be them. It would be them using their effort and using their platform to highlight a group of people. Mm-hmm. Highlight a, a group of people that a story that America still doesn't understand. And even if they, they heard the story, they'd be like, uh, I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's tough being black anymore. You had a black president. Mm. But it deserves a real story. Like this story, like, you know, I get it. You know, you had the whole Parkland thing and teenagers are more politically active now and there's opioids and stuff like that. But it's another example of, you know, it feels as if black people don't matter enough in this story, right? Like, oh my gosh, it's tough being white and male and there's drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's drugs in the black community. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a black person making $100,000 lives about as well as a white person making like 40000 as as far as wealth goes and property ownership and assets and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, is that true? That is true. Okay. Um, the numbers the numbers are a bit off because I'm just rattling off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. the uh, uh, black person with a college degree, they they do about as well, or actually a, a white person with like a high school degree does better than the average black person with a college degree. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. That's not yeah, it's not hard to believe at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess my views are like, well, we have these white males and they're feeling like they need to turn to neo-Nazism or uh, what they call white nationalism because they're they're not being heard. And I feel like attacking this young man being on a cover is marginalizing them as as a group. Like, although they are the minor, sorry, the majority, they are a group of people in this country. And they don't necessarily need to be attacked for it. Number two, only time I've ever bought an Esquire magazine was when Jay Z was on the cover. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and to the point, well, I don't know how true it is. I think Jay Z charges people to put him on the cover. Like they have to pay him a fee to do that. Um, I I, I was a rumor I heard. I don't know how true that is. But like, it, it, that's the only time I've ever really wanted to care about that magazine. So I feel like for any time that we we're gonna take a certain group in this country, it, it, although it may be the majority, although it may be the people that we call the oppressors they are still a group of people in this country and we can't attack it every time that they get a spotlight of some sort. Cause that's going to make them feel the way that we felt in during the civil rights era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, we're not, why are we not being respected as a group? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and probably doubly so because they're supposed to be the majority, the, the majority, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong, I but I do see both sides of the argument. I do think certain people, you know, just hopped on the opportunity to really did they do they really care what Esquire puts in in their magazine or on their cover or not? I think it just gave somebody um something to jump onto. Uh, I you know say I personally have an interest in learning about the other side. I'm not a white teenager. I'm not a Trump supporter. I I don't identify with any this kid. I think he's into hunting. He's not a fan of sports. He he might be the polar opposite of me. You know what I'm saying? But however, in, in my point of view, I I, I think that. It's important to also see what his what his points of view are and what what 
what's going on in his life just to better understand it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe and, and, and from a political standpoint, knowing how the other side feels and knowing what the other side's interests are in terms of maybe bringing some people over to, to our side. Um, but like I said, I also see I definitely don't disagree with what you're saying. I, I, I do see both sides of the argument. I thought it was just, you know, it was an interesting thing to talk about. Interesting uh, little something to think about that wasn't yeah. too wasn't too messy. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the more measured the more measured um commentary was more so focused on Esquire and how they went about it ver- mm-hmm. as opposed to the that group of people, white male, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I do think yeah, they were definitely taking advantage of this is gonna cause uh some type of reaction out of people, not not necessarily a stir or outrage, but I think what what I was seeing in terms of uh, attitudes, because I watch people from both sides. I watch people from Fox News talk about it. I watch people on CNN talk about it, and like they were from from the white male side, they were kind of feeling like, well, we have to be on the defensive because of this. You know what I mean? Whether or not they even cared about the article or not, they just felt like, oh well, for people to attack someone that looks like me, well now I got to jump out the window and kind of you know what I mean, jump on something as opposed to us all just kind of listening to each other. But now I definitely see, I definitely see both sides of the argument, man. Um. This past weekend that passed since our last episode, they had the um, the Oscars, the Academy Awards in Hollywood. You get a chance to check that out? Yeah, I watched some of it. I didn't watch. I didn't sit down for the whole thing because True Detective was on. He said, "I gotta see that Mahershala." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, he won. He won an um, Academy Award that night. Um, what do you know? What he won for? It was supporting actor for a, um, Green Book. Green Book, nice, nice. Also, uh, the second. Yep, because he won for Moonlight as well. Um, you know what I mean? I just, he's a good actor. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, he's awesome, man. I first seen him in House of Cards. Okay, he had a big role? Yeah, he had a, he had a huge role like in the first season or two. Okay. Yeah, the first movie I seen him in was, a, and I think we spoke about this on the podcast before, was A, a Place a place behind the, behind the Pines or Beyond the Pines, which I only watched because it was filmed in my neighborhood. Right. Um, but not definitely dope actor. Um What's that show on Netflix? The superhero show that the, the black dude, that's uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, uh-huh. yeah, he was on Got there. Got canceled. Yeah, this, uh, I, I did hear that. So, is it still available to watch though? I don't know. It might be. I, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't care. But um, <laughs> it's well, cause, definitely cause, been canceled. I can't imagine that they would just wipe it clean right away. Yeah. But uh, from what I understand, like Netflix is phasing out their Marvel stuff. Yeah, because Disney is getting their own streaming network. Yeah, and Disney owns a uh, piece of Marvel. So, um, but back to the Academy Awards. Shout out to Spike Lee, who won um uh, for best adapted screenplay, uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, the film Black Klansman. I know you seen that one. Yeah, right? how was yeah. that? That was a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. But I think I was telling telling you all offline at the time that Spike Lee movies are hard to recommend because they they're strange and they're offbeat. Okay, you this, know what I'm saying. So they are good. They're striking. They they evoke emotion and all that type of stuff but it's they could be offbeat i don't know if you saw school days or do the right thing yeah yeah sometimes they just have these like they broke into a music number in the middle of a tense situation in black Klansman? no no i'm talking about Uh, school days for example uh, yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying so or or in do the right thing they would just have these really tight camera shots and like and like at weird times and the whole shit with that camera thing that when you walk in like the camera is like on them, like the shit is on like a wheelie cart or whatever. But so Black Klansman was like that. Malcolm very... X walking into the uh, walking into his final scene. Yeah, into yeah. the into the yeah into Look, the um 
the Autobahn ballroom or whatever. Yeah, that's like he's, like he's floating, kinda. Yeah, that whole floating shit. Yeah. So like that whole offbeat thing. So um, yeah, I thought it was a really good movie, but I just didn't recommend it to people because I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of offbeat. Like there's an element of comedy, but it's also kind of tragic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it has a little bit of action. Well, yeah, it was dope. I'm glad he got it. I, 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 first I had Oscar. a feeling he wouldn't get. I had a feeling he wouldn't get best film though. Yeah, 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 that was his first Oscar though, in, in by like twenty something years of it being in the industry. Like thirty something. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. From the late eighties. Yeah, damn. Like mid eighties maybe, because he had that um movie. Uh, she gotta have it. Yep, you're right. He was still in college or something. When he made that right. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's dope, man. His uh, I did see his speech. You know, what I mean, it was uh, it was dope that Samuel L. Jackson got to hand him the award. He was like gave him a big hug. Um. Did, did, did Spike Lee make Chirac? I'm trying to. I was trying to think about that. He did. He was very much involved with Chirac. Okay, I think yeah. he. I don't know exactly. He was on. He was a, a producer, a writer, or the director, or some combination of that. I can't remember which though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know he's been working on stuff that he hasn't necessarily written or directed, as opposed to in the past where he did both on a lot of his movies. But Chirac, yeah, because you mentioned the musical number, I was thinking about that with Chirac. I, I didn't watch the whole movie, but I know that was a big part of it. They were rapping and singing through a lot of the scenes. It was kind of like a musical, so right. to speak, yeah, dealing with the hood. Um, also, but so shout out to Spike Lee. Props to you, brother. And, and he won it during Black History Month, so shout out to him. Um, yeah. Regina King. She won uh, Best Supporting Actress, right, for yeah. um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Yep. Yep, dope, dope uh, for Regina King. You you checked that one out? No, nah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, me and wifey got it on, on our watch list on, on um, Amazon streaming. It's funny because I like to, yeah, I, I think I did that with Moonlight a couple years ago when they won. Like, I check movies out after they win. And then, like, I'll be sitting through it like, I don't think I would have watched this movie had it not won. <laughs> had it nah, not won I mean, that's, that's probably most Oscar winners. Like, Black Panther is probably the only movie that, that I would check out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would look at, if not for the, the, the Oscar nomination. I mean, Black Klansman, I watched it, honestly, because Spike Lee did it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, you know, like, if the, the Ferrelli brothers directed it, I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'll check it out later. <laughs> and, um... What was it? it? Three billboards outside of Ebbing, uh, Missouri. Yeah, that, yeah, that's another one just because of the Oscars. Yeah, I, exactly. I said through that, and that wasn't a terrible movie. It just it had that that theme of Oscar movies that kind of it doesn't necessarily have a resolution at the end. It kind of just like shows people living life. Um, but it, it was a cool movie. It was a cool to watch. But I definitely wouldn't have watched it had it not had um the award season hype. But but back to Regina King, man. It, I was I was she was on the cover of the the uh. The post um, looking like stunning in that white dress, showing off a little bit of baby thigh. <laughs> New York Post, Washington Post, New York Post. Sorry, and um, I was hyped because I seen I seen her and I was like, yeah, Regina King got the award. And a younger coworker of mine was like, who who you said? And I was like, Regina King. Is she she before your time, young in two two seven. And and it really that he was like, nah, nah, I know Regina King, I know her. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah you probably. Uh, probably from the Boondocks and, and whatnot. He's like, nah, that's that's Craig's sister from Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking then Boys in the Hood. Like, right, she's, right. Yeah, she's done so much that it's so dope that she finally won the award. So shout out to uh the 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 Queen Regina King, uh winning the award, man. Award season, award season was cool. I definitely wish Black Panther could have could have got um a little something, or even if they would have performed at the Oscars, I know because of logistics, they said SZA and Kendrick couldn't perform the uh, all the all the stars, um, mm-hmm. song. 
that that uh Spider Man movie with the uh the animated the, one. The animated movie that won an award with the Black Spider Man quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and the and the um guy who made that is black. Also, well for Black Plant Black Panther, the uh, costume design. Yep, the costume is a black lady. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to all the films that won, especially the you know the saying the the. the Black people in Hollywood making some waves and doing the damn thing, you know what I mean? We're we're we're, we're proud of you over here, man. Yeah. Um, I seen an interesting tweet this week from uh Terrence Howard of of, of the, the show Empire, mm-hmm. uh, showing support for for you know his 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 son on the show Jussie Smollett. Um, if you're not aware, Jussie has been accused of orchestrating his own hate crime and filing a fake police report. Hilarious um, and tragic, all at the same time. At the same damn time. Um, so I think people thought it was kind of weird that that Terrence Howard would be so in support for him, and even kind of weird that Jesse is still um, proclaiming his innocence. Um, and I think Terrence posted a picture of it looks like Jesse on an airplane playing with Terrence's son, um, and just you know that's saying, "Yeah, we support you." This, 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 the the Jesse I, I know, I know. Uh, damn, I don't want to. Damn, what's this dude's name? He was uh, it was a couple like actors, but uh, the one actor that stood out in particular uh was a gentleman that used to he used to star on Scandal. He got himself into a little bit of trouble. He had uh come out and said, "Yo, how could you support this dude?" Columbus and, Short. Yeah, Columbus Short. Mm-hmm. He's like a choreographer or something like that, right? Yeah, I think that's how how he came up. Yeah, yeah. He's and I liked I liked him on Scandal before they got rid of him, but um. He uh, and he's he himself has has had a little bit of controversy, I believe, with domestic violence issues. Um, he came out and just hopped in the comments, just talking about how could you support this dude? You know, what I mean, as a leader in our community, you should be uh, just bashing him or, or just you know, what I mean, getting any getting rid of any type of ties to him. Just that, and I, and, and I kind of felt where uh, Terrence was coming from. You know, what I mean, like that's his coworker, if not his friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the only Jussie I know. I, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's being accused of him, we're going to let the justice system do their thing. But it's 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 kind of like, you know what I mean? If you have a friend that's been accused of a crime, you ain't just going to jump out the window and turn your back on him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. <laughs> Terrence Howell, the leader in the black community. <laughs> Which I thought was what? ridiculous. Hey, but like, I thought Columbus Shaw just wanted attention. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was definitely some attention shit as a leader in our community. What? Terrence Howard, the dude from Crash. Terrence Howard wasn't a leader in, in Ray. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? DJ from Hustle and Flow? <laughs> that Terrence Howard? <laughs> He's a good actor. We were trying to take nothing away from him, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what he wants Terrence Howard to do in that situation. Like, yeah, I don't think Terrence Howard did anything wrong. You know what I mean? Now, now Empire, the show, had to do what they had to do to separate themselves from the young man. Yeah, man. Because uh, he he put himself in that situation, and and that's like a, a theme I'm seeing nowadays, man. Like you gotta take responsibilities for your actions. You got left and right headlines of people just you know what I'm saying. Just all right, well we did this. All right, well let's brush it under the the rug. No, it ain't. We can't just brush everything under the rug. You messed up. <laughs> There's people that could have could have been hurt because of that. People that could have been falsely arrested. You know what I'm saying? There's all types of people sitting in jail right now for crimes that they did not commit. You know what I'm right. saying? What would have happened on some wrong place, wrong time type of shit if, if they picked up the wrong people just happened to be caught on tape? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you fit the description. Like, come on, man. So I definitely, on that end, I don't think, you know what I mean, necessarily we should be we should be uh, big and small let up. But we also, as a community, we can't just turn our backs and just hate on somebody. Somebody made a mistake. It's his friends of all people, I think, should should at least show support to him. And uh, yeah. I, 
What, what what could Terrence Howard do, man? Listen, Terrence Howard ain't saying the guy's innocent. What he's doing no, is saying no. this guy's still human. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly, like, yeah. And that needs to, I think that does need to be out there because when it comes to pop culture and all this media and stuff like that, people who do something wrong, they act like they can't be redeemed. Exactly. exactly. And we, we, we used to live in a culture of redemption. You know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole premise of you're innocent until proven guilty. That's based on the fact that people are redeemable and they may not necessarily be bad. Mm-hmm. And then you you serve, and then even when you are proven guilty, you serve a sentence, you get out, and you you know once you complete your penalty, you're allowed to live life. And the hope is that you're rehabilitated. And I think that we, we can't lose sight of that. And I think Terrence Howard was putting that at the forefront. And Columbus Short, who's beating people up, is is um, you know, I, I don't know what he's beefing about. Attention. Yeah, attention. <laughs> black leaders trying to take down black leaders like Terrence Howard. <laughs> Taraji. <laughs> Clifton Powell the <III>. third. <laughs> Man, uh, but some people and you see it right now, it's not only in the black community, you see it right now with Robert Kraft on what he's going through. We touched on it likely last episode, but more information has come out about the owner of the Patriots uh being caught in a prostitution ring, and also a sex trafficking sting. Um, that was going on at the same day spa, I guess what you'd call it, Orchards of, Orchards of Asia Day Spa, um, where it, it was a massage parlor, I guess, where what's known as a happy ending was something that occurred there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I believe it was, only, it was mainly part of a sting based on the uh, fact that there may be human trafficking. There's a biggest, bigger story behind the story, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, um, they thought it was a ring that where money trails all the way back to China. Um, people were brought over there as part of a transnational human trafficking ring based for the purpose of only being sex slaves. Uh, they said they have surveillance of armed men driving luxury vehicles, moving sex slaves between different massage parlors across Florida. Um, and, and, and <laughs> much more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, based on, based on the evidence that they've released about Robert Kraft, but it, but you see it where they're only talking about Robert Kraft. If this, there was, uh, from what I heard, there were several men caught in this thing. About twenty six customers. We only hear Robert Kraft's name because he's the most famous and probably the richest. Um, and and, and it brings up an issue of although Robert Kraft didn't necessarily, he might have, he was working for his own self pleasure. There, there's allegations that are coming out that said video evidence showing that. The day of the AFC Championship game, where the New England Patriots were playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, he was actually in that day spa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, of that morning, and uh, received what appears to be a, a um, oral sex. Uh-huh. Um, after receiving a massage, um, the day before, so he, he had was- a blowjob on the day of the AFC Championship. Yes, sir. And okay. And tipped a hundred dollars afterwards. <laughs> um, and, 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 sorry, a hundred dollar bill, and what they say, two other unidentified bills. Maybe, maybe it's a three hundred dollar tip. <laughs> that's, that's very, that's very much a, a police report. Oh, there was one hundred dollar bill and two, two other bills of African American descent that couldn't quite be identified. Oh, <laughs> uh, it looks like the day before that, um, he had he had stopped by, um, and the massage lady. 
uh, I believe her last name is Wang. I don't want to. I'm trying to see if I can see her first. <laughs> yeah, nigga, you laying out all the facts. That all right, the massage oh. lady. She yeah, yeah. <laughs> <name> specializes <laughs> in time massages and deep tissue rubbing. <laughs> oh yeah, she did that day. Um, her name was Lei Wang. Uh, another lady who's uh, identified as Ming B. Um, massaged him face down before turning him over and uh, performing a sex act by hand. That's crazy how horrible they made they made that <laughs> that part sound. Word. That's the least horrible part of this whole story. You know what I'm saying? It's like extra tragic sex trafficking, uh, ladies being moved around against their will to do these kind of acts, and then they said they were doing a sex act using the hands, both hands. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. Um, he only gave him a hundred dollar tip each that day. So he, he didn't stop at the bank, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take this and flung it at them. Oh, they're saying that the case is actually pretty weak. Um, that at no point does he actually solicit them for sex. Uh, I guess it's the idea of you know once you walk in and order a certain package, that you know what's coming with that package. Um, I would imagine. So ain't that soliciting? Whether yeah, it's implied yeah, yeah. That's, that's, or, or that's what I would have to imagine. But I guess his defense is that at no point on the video. Is he actually saying, "All right, well, time to time for a rub and tug"? You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't uh-huh. saying that. So there's an argument that it could be considered consensual. The three hundred dollar tip. I mean, that <laughs> that kind of makes it weird. But once you, you know, exchange money, it, it, then that gets it brings it back cloudy. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. It, so basically, what this what it sounds like some people are saying that oh, it was consensual, like it was a, a mutual agreement between two parties that. Oh well, I'm gonna turn over. You're gonna tug me, and then wipe off, and then that, that's it. If he walked out, then it'd be like, all right. Well, he, he's not complicit, yeah. But like a hundred dollar tip, he just happened to have a like, hundred dollars on him, ready to <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, come you know on now. You know, um, you, you know what you were doing, and there was tons of other rich guys. Now, if it was like he, if Robert Kraft's like, let me just go into the back of this nail salon random nail salon and get me a little massage or something then it happens to be that this comes with the package and it's like you know maybe he didn't know but there's tons of rich guys there they're not there for no reason yeah uh also i think something that wasn't mentioned before these, like these are older ladies not that it makes it better or worse but obviously it, i think you know you think of sex trafficking you think of massage parlor you'd imagine these younger girls be, being exploited taken advantage of um the two ladies that he received uh sexual favors from we're 45 years old and 58 years old. What do you think about that? He likes him old. <laughs> I, uh, what do I think or about he that? he likes him young. I mean, he's not a young guy to true. them. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he is. <laughs> They're not his age. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I think that was something that just should be said because I think there's a certain stigma that goes along when you think that these people are, are being sex trafficked. Uh, sorry, human trafficking uh, for uh, um, basically the, the point of... Uh, being sex workers, um, I don't think it makes it better or worse. Like I said, I just think it's something that needs to be said. So there's not, so there's more facts to the story. You know what I'm saying? What Rather you're saying is that it's not the image that people think about about these young girls, 16, 17, 18, getting moved around and stripped from their parents and stuff. It's also exactly. older ladies. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, and and not to say that that the 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 former isn't occurring as well. I guess that that remains to be seen as more information comes out about this, but um. Also, he, I guess, as at the moment, it's uh, you know, he's he only, he's only facing a misdemeanor. I guess if they can prove that he had some type of previous knowledge about the sex trafficking, and um, 
that could cause him to be in more trouble. But I, I, it looks like, you know, I mean, he should be able to uh, find his way out of this with some, some type of diversion program, probably pay a fine. He actually might happen to get in more trouble from the NFL uh, because of the uh, conduct, the code of conduct uh, violation type of thing. Um, where they, you know, they, they, they claim that owners and people in management are held to a higher standard than actual players. So, well, let's talk about what he was funding though, like what he was supporting, right? The whole mm-hmm. sex trafficking thing. I think that's the biggest story here, the most consequential story. Like, do you think his, maybe he didn't see the scope of what he was doing as far as like, I'm paying money to this lady to, to render certain services and in, in turn, that's going to fund this larger ring of, of, of exploiting girls against their will. I don't like think anybody the, does. I don't think any anybody does. And we had this conversation um, offline via text earlier this week. With just with sometimes the, the 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 micro, it makes it difficult for you to view the macro. And prostitution is the what is what do they call it the 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 first uh, first profession, the oldest the profession. oldest profession. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, porn industry is huge in this country. It's probably the most searched thing on the internet. You know what I'm saying? And that's not five people in, in, in every town in their basement happen to be searching it. That's a lot of motherfucking people, the majority of people searching for it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it um you don't necessarily when you search for a porn video realize that you are adding to the demand of the porn industry. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're adding to the amount of money that they're willing to invest in soliciting young ladies to become porn actresses, you know what I'm saying? And exploiting these so to speak, exploiting these young ladies, um, you don't think about, and I think you you, you brought it in, in, into the, it came up, we right? Just, well, so I, that's how it started. So porn is legal, so it's a different conversation. Uh-huh. Um, women can willfully go into it for the most part. And matter of fact, I think they just if it's on Pornhub, right? I think they have their own quality thing that they go through as far as making sure people are of age and all that. Okay, they're they're doing that voluntarily for the most part. Um, maybe to some level they're swindled into it or something like that, but for the most part they're not kidnapped and like sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. I asked if R. Kelly put out a really solid album after this because he did it. He did it the um, you know like a ten to fifteen years ago. Chocolate Factory, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a weird name after you've been accused of sex crimes. Pie but, Piper as well, right? Yeah, Pie Piper. <laughs> but yeah, like the the um. Chocolate, yeah, that's crazy, yo. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you didn't even think about it at the time, right? <laughs> nah, yeah, exactly. Chocolate Factory and Pied Piper and all this stuff. After you've been accused of 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 doing bad things with kids, anyway. I'm the Willie yes, Wilson of R and B. He puts out a good because he's. He, let's face it, he's a really good musician. I asked one of those ethics questions, like, would you listen to R K? Like, just listen to a single or listen to. The top two songs off his next album, if he puts a a, a a really musically sound album out. Um, and I think my answer at the time and still is nah, nah. Be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 I say that in full disclosure that I, I could I could be saying bullshit. Like you know what I'm saying? What if it's playing on every station? What if it's rocking everywhere? What if you like? Oh, I didn't even notice was R. Kelly before I started. You know what I'm saying? Bumping to it so. R. And, Kelly has no chance on, on radio, by the way. He yeah, has yeah, no yeah. chance. 
But we saw that before. We, we were like, oh, he's getting a blowjob or he's peeing on a young girl and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you're never going to hear him. You're never going to see him again. And he he dropped the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. So it's yeah. just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, heat is heat. And and for some odd reason in this country, we have a, a, a willingness to kind of put things to the side in terms of entertainment. And as where I'm at right now, what I know about R. Kelly which isn't really much different from what I knew about him back then. I'm just at a different point in my life. I believe I was about 16, 17 at the time when that first th- um, thing came out with the with the video of uh, him peeing on a young lady. And now I'm 34, going to turn 35 soon. I don't want to support that because I can't support his legal team. I can't support, you know what I'm saying, money going in his pockets for stuff like that. As a DJ, I, I don't want to promote his music so somebody else goes and streams his music you know what I'm saying? So he gets what paid if, the type of What if you, you, you do a gig and they request R. Kelly? Because like let's say you do in a wedding or something like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of families still want to hear like step in the name of love towards the end of the, the um, reception. That I think I would view differently. Um because it's in a a private venue. They're paying me to play gotcha. their playlist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So but like let's say I got a um internet radio show available on Mixcloud, check that out. It's called the night shift. Free plug. Um, <laughs> if I want, I'm not gonna play it on there because I don't want I don't want it to be a mass consumption. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to promote the issue of R. Kelly. Like, if someone wants to hire me for a gig and they they request, I might even say, "Are you sure? Like, have you <laughs> you know have you seen the Lifetime special?" But you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if that's what they want, because because full disclosure, I have a Michael Jackson tattoo in the from the Thriller video. He ain't exactly, you know what I'm saying, the the never been accused of nothing like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? I might come to regret that tattoo after this new movie drops. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it it's what's good for the, the goose got to be good for the gander. If, I'm not going to be like, I ain't playing. If you want to hear you're going to be starting something, I got to play that joint. It's a banger. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Yeah, I got I got my 12th play tattoo covered up now. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I, and, and I don't know if you want me to say this, but you were a big R. Kelly fan. You were one of, of the... The bigger R. Kelly fans that I, that I've known, like, and, and just, how do you feel? Well, are you gonna continue to support? Him? I, I like how you asked that question. I don't even remember getting an answer from you. <laughs> he put that, he put that out there. But th- yeah, are you gonna still support his music, or do you? Are you able to divide the person from the music? Generally, generally yes. But this is this is extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like what what he's been accused of. Like it's a clear pattern. Right? Like it, it, the pattern is so insanely clear that it's, it's hard for me to support his music now. It might, if it pops up in Spotify, like one song, and I listen to it, I'll be honest. Like I'm, I might listen to it, and then not, and then like after the fact, realize, oh man, I just listened to an R. Kelly song. Gotta take a shower. Gotta say, yeah, gotta take a shower. But I, I would make efforts not to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'll be honest. Like in my past, like certain, like Michael Jackson. I listened to tons of Michael Jackson even after the the, um, the initial the initial accusations, mm-hmm. and even through the years, those accusations have been hanging around, hanging over him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like after the Cosby accusations, I still watch episodes of the Cosby Show on on um, uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, because there's a cast of people on the show. I mean, there's also a cast of people, so that's very yeah. different. That yeah. is very but, different. But no, and the same thing is just putting money in his pockets in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it definitely is, but yeah. it's weird because that one has collateral consequences, right? You saw mm-hmm. the dude working in Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. 
Alvin, or I think his name was in the in the show. That he's working in Trader Joe's. He's crazy because he was a uh, he was in med school on the show. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> <funny>. Ironically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's people, real people's lives involved. Like for instance, what if what if Martin Lawrence was you know something came out about him? Would we stop watching the show? Then now you're taking. You know, Something did came out come out about him, and we didn't start watching. Gina accused him of of uh, exposing himself. Really, you know what I'm saying to the point they hanging she, out now. Yeah, exactly. So you know, what I mean? they they got past whatever. They, but you know, but you remember the final season where they weren't in the room with each other. In any right, scenes? right, 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 right. That to the point it was noticeable. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't it was feel weird, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, exactly. So let's take that for instance. Like no one stopped watching the show, but then it also has collateral consequences because. A cockroach from the Cosby Show was working at a car dealership for a year or two. Yeah, yeah, and that show could have could have definitely kept going. Yeah, that show had, was had a strong. It was strong at that time. It was, it was slowing down. It wasn't season two or three, but it was it still had some strength to it. it, it still still, had some it, you know how good the show was. Martin's not a very good actor, and he landed Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, which is which are two of the biggest movies like ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And um, before we wrap things up, because I know you got you got things to do, uh, me as well. Uh, we got to talk about this Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods shenanigans nonsense <laughs> going on in the street. Because uh, I I just actually watched the Jada Pinkett Jordan Woods interview, uh, Red Table Talk, I believe it's called, and uh, it, it was interesting. It was interesting. I won't lie. I don't. I did not know who the hell Jordan Woods was before this. In fact, when I first no heard... one does, and no one was <laughs> supposed to know. I guess, yeah, I guess not. Um, when it was first mentioned that there was a Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods issue, I thought it was like a football player. I thought like they was going after the same girl, or maybe somebody disrespected Tristan's baby mom or something like that. I didn't know it was like a a, a female, a very attractive female too. Um, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that that he had actually got caught up with. Um, and, and Jordan told her story. There's rumors out that she violated a non disclosure agreement. I'm not sure if she why she would have signed one or if she had already happened to maybe sign one before this happened. And the fact that this happened is she was in some type of violation of it because she, you know, what I mean, maybe she was going to be on the show. I, I don't, I don't even know how the show works. But um, what had come out in the interview, she said that she was out. You know, what I mean, she was partying, having a good time. She happened to go to a, like a party at a bar. Um, Tristan was there. It was, it wasn't like they were hanging out together. It was like you know, oh, there goes Tristan. You know, what I mean, what up, what up. Um, I'm back with my crew. I'm back with their crew. Time for the party, and everybody, you know, faded, feeling good. Oh, we going to another spot. Oh, somebody's crib. All right. Oh, it's Tristan's crib. All right. Well, I know Tristan. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, showed up at the crib. For some odd reason, I guess the way that they were sitting, Tristan, you know, it's his crib. So you know, what I'm saying like he's sitting in a chair. She happened to be sitting on the arm of the chair, and and I guess her legs were like on his legs, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's she says that's where the the whole lap dance rumor had come from. Everybody's chilling, drinking, smoking. Who know, you know what I'm saying? Whatever Hollywood people do when they party, probably the same things we do. <laughs> and uh, just happened. much nicer. Yeah, much <laughs> very definitely. And uh, before she knew it, the sun was coming up. You know what I'm saying? And um, she was still there. Oh, it's time to go. We got a, we got a, I got a boogie. I got a, she had a driver waiting outside. And, and Tristan, it was funny because the way she described it was kind of made it seem kind of innocent. Like Tristan was like, yo, now nah, you good. You know, you could just crash on the couch. <laughs> you know, you could chill here. But it's funny because, you know, Tristan was probably on some like 
<laughs> like, like, how can I keep this going? Basically, yeah, yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, like the Mr. Burns face on, like just about to you have to do something sinister. Oh, he was rubbing rubbing hands like Birdman. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I guess she, you know, he was walking around, and while walking around, he he, she, she says that he kissed her. You know, his type of on the mouth, tongue tongue kiss type of thing. Um. Yo, her still being a little under the influence was kind of like, all right, well, you know, that happened and time to go um, and, and, and bounce. And then as she's walking away, kind of like, well, did that just happen? Oh, man, I can't believe that just happened. Um, so one way or another, it got information got back to Chloe and and, and, and the fam that, you know, she was at, a, at his crib. She ended up leaving in the morning. So I guess when they pressed her about it, she decided to, to, to not tell him the part about the kiss. So by leaving that out, um, I guess when when the truth came to light, it made it made her whole story look like a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this two this three. Wait, did they have sex? No, she said there was no sex, which I was like, damn, was no, why are we making a big deal out of this thing? <laughs> he, he ain't even smashed, but no, nah, she she said there was no sex. There wasn't even a lap dance. It was you know as he as she was leaving, he was shooting a shot, so to speak. She used that term actually, you know what I'm saying, and and, and decided he was going to plan a kiss on her. Um, I guess there were already issues between him and Chloe. That you know what I'm saying Like he wasn't necessarily Cheating on his girlfriend Type of thing But obviously If if you happen to Have some type of relationship With his girlfriend It's gonna look at you Being foul Being there in the first place So she She admitted guilt She said she shouldn't have been there She shouldn't have done this and that And this is her side of the story Who knows He might even come out With something saying She kissed me <laughs> You know what I'm saying Or she made a move on me Type of thing But um It, it, it kind of just goes to show you Like that That, that great area of Of life of where you can't really, you can't. I don't know, and it's hard to say. I don't even want to put these type of rules on people and, and type of things like that. But you really can't try to have some type of friendship with your your homeboy, your homegirl's ex, or even a current. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I don't I don't blur those lines. Like I, I try not to like talk to my homeboys, significant others. I, you no, know, obviously in conversation. If I'm over at Specs crib, I'm not. His 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 wife talks to me. I'm not just gonna. Oh, I, I don't. I, I don't see you. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. Put, put blinders on. No, me and her went to school together. We know each other. We're friends. I, you know, what I'm saying. So I'll speak to her. But I wouldn't hang out with her, not with him around. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's 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 where you. That's where that's total violation. And I know that a lot of people that feel totally different about that. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it goes to show. Like I, I don't think she necessarily did anything wrong. I think she made the young girl mistake with the the Jordan Wood situation, but. I guess they, but I guess the question is, are they friends like that? You know what I'm saying? Is him and Jordan Woods friends like that? So to your whole, it sounds like you pretty much established a rule of like you just shouldn't be uh, cavorting. So was her and Chloe even friends like that? Is my question because I know she's friends with Kylie, right? The, the the youngest sister. But I didn't. But you know what I mean? Like were they even? I'm sure she'd been around Chloe and all that. But you know, like is it is it? It kind of, maybe it was some type of things where she didn't even really think of herself as a friend of Chloe like that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't at know. 21, yeah. At 21, you don't have a, a, a well-established definition of friends, especially when you're that young and that rich. That's how old she is? Oh, she's I don't know how rich 20. she is, but that... Mm-hmm. She's 21? 20, she's 21 years old. So like, mm-hmm. she's young and exposed to a lot of money. I don't know how rich she is. Yeah. Um, But she's exposed to, like, a lot of fortune. So when you're that young and in that atmosphere where... It's hard to tell who real friends are for everyone in that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It would be especially hard for her because she's 21 and kind of lacks certain certain experiences. And I'm not, 
I don't necessarily have that stringent of a rule. Like I don't talk to my homeboy's girl or but some some levels of quote unquote friendship kind of cross a line or it gets into a a, a, a mushy area. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I, I'm like hitting hitting my homeboy's wife up like, hey, let's go grab drinks. That's kind of strange. But if it's a matter of, you know, she calls me up like I'm trying to, you know, throw throw this surprise party for, you know, James or whatever. Can we just link up real quick and try to do some planning or something like that? Like that, I don't mind as long as there's like a clear purpose for it. If it's like, hey, let's just link up and hang out, it's a little bit different. Well, even or how, if I'm well, going, what about if I, the situation that happened? Like, do you think it's if if you're leaving a, a club, you know, we we don't really party like that, but let's say we did, and you're leaving a club, and you know, what I'm saying you might see your homeboy's girl out with her girls, and they go into somebody's crib you know what i mean do you think that's that's cool or is that something that you would stray away from if i if i go to a club and i see my homeboy out with a bunch of his homegirls no 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 so you see like your 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 homeboy's wife she's uh-huh. out with her she's out with her homegirls gotcha and they you know you have somehow someone in your crew starts to talk to someone in their crew and you know what i'm saying like all right yo they about to go all chill yeah they about to go to so, such and such spot you know would that be like nah i can't do that <laughs> would that be one of those kind of moves like nah I can't no do i won't go yeah, I'll okay. go. I I just wouldn't do nothing suspect, especially mm-hmm. if it's my wife's homegirl because they radar is like on like super, you know what I'm saying? Like super saying, you know, yeah, exactly. They like looking, they looking for some shit, some shit, even if I'm not doing it. So, like, I I would go out of principle, but like I wouldn't. The reason I wouldn't go is because I just don't like being around my significant other's friends unless like I I myself have a relationship with them. But for you wouldn't the most want to have part, to answer questions that you didn't. For exactly. No reason. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I as a general principle, I don't like my wife's friends. That's a general. <laughs> that's just a general principle. Like it's not broad. Like there's some people I really like, and I wouldn't mind having a one-on-one conversation with. But just as a general principle, I don't like her friends. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't look to hang out with them, even if it looks like they're leading the party that's jumping at that moment, I'd be like, nah, I'm cool. I'm just going to go go home and be bored because I don't like you. <laughs> but yeah, no, because I'm a terrible liar. So, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when I'm telling the truth, it probably comes off like I'm lying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, just, I wouldn't even want to answer the questions. Yeah, but in, but like let's say in this case, let's say I did like part like uh, it's a friend that I liked. I didn't mind being around them or the party was that good where I'm like, I'm going to chill with these people. Like, you just don't do them things. Like, Tristan was, like, extra hot. Like, he's not friends with this girl. And Mm -hmm. the truth is that she's quite attractive. So, like, that just makes it hot. Like, Yeah, that's true, too. Because if she wasn't attractive, it wouldn't even be an issue, right? Right. (laughs) You're right about that. Who's the the, the star of of, um, that show, Girls? Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. If if Lena Dunham, if, like, she was the last person at his crib... After everyone left, nobody would have said shit. And he he could have done all kinds of wild shit with her. Everybody would have been like, nah, Tristan ain't do shit. I, I could testify to that. Well, huh? <laughs> but no, it's Jordan Woods. He got lost in the woods. And, you know, he got that's... lost in the woods. He but you know what? He even get lost in the woods. And it's, te- it's be- a big part of it, honestly, is because she's so attractive. I, I, mm-hmm. I really think, because if it's the truth that they just kissed, mm-hmm. that is wrong, right? There's no getting around that. It's not the end but, of the world, though, right? It's, just, it's a forgivable offense, I guess. If, and, if it was Lena Dunham, them charges would easily be dropped. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, damn, damn, nigga, what was you drinking? They, they, 
they putting them through through the 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 minority the minority justice system with this one. They they said, I'm, you you had a a bag of weed on you. We charge you with three pounds of coke, my man." <laughs> <laughs> And after after this, I hope Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson go back to wherever the hell they came from. But I'll say this to say that I think that a lot of young girls, young attractive girls, get caught in that Jordan Woods situation of their friends are kind of like knowing that their friend is attractive. They always have that suspicion of, I wonder if my boyfriend likes them or I wonder why my boyfriend likes joking around with her so much. The answer is well, yes. The answer is absolutely <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is absolutely yes. If you got a, if you got a homegirl that's that, that is that fine. Mm-hmm. Like you do, and unless they got an extra cool personality, so like there's some really that makes it worse. Though. That's even more dangerous. <laughs> it's it's dangerous, but like there's certain shit that's justifiable. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you have a a, a girl, a home girl that's extra attractive, but you know her jokes be on point all the time. She's ironic. She got an interesting take on things. She's just a great comedian. Is what I'm saying. And you just see, like you know, you walk in the kitchen and get some wine real quick, and you come back and he's laughing extra hard at her joke. <laughs> You can't ascertain if it's because he likes her or if she's being her. You know what I'm saying? Because of that backside, baby. You know what I'm saying? It so. could be because of that back, but you don't know. But if yeah. you had a, a fine homegirl who's a dummy, keep her away. Keep her away. <laughs> it's supervised visits all the way around. You keep the nest in the in the room that y'all hanging out in. Because it's Just, definitely because of that backside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel you. Man, that's episode 53. Another banger in the tank. <laughs> we up out of here man before we leave Keith where can I find you or at on social media brother me and my 30 underscore 35 on Instagram Instagram if you want to follow the team we are on Instagram also at perfect talk radio your boy DJ playboy you can find me at plicka peasy p-l-i-c-c-a-p-e-e-z-y both on Instagram so make sure you check us out uh shit man another banger brother and we ought to get up out of here but if you do got to email us any of your uh their perfect talk questions or anything like that hit us up at perfect talk radio at gmail.com also check out my radio show the night shift available on mixcloud search for dj click a playboy i'm holding it down i got episode two dropping real soon so check that out and uh i guess we up out of here brother go enjoy your day man peace peace